Hello, 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 and welcome back to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today I'm back with a podcast where I delve into the lives of the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So, happy Black History Month! I know we're pretty much almost halfway through the month, but I'm here, so happy Black History Month! Um, I'm really happy because I have uh, a few exciting things coming up that I hope go through, so I'm really excited for that, and, um, oh, yeah, yeah, so, um, look out for those, um, and, yeah, uh, trying to go through my head and think of what I have to update you on, um, I have a lot on my mind right now, (laughs) um, I'm kind of, like, smiling through the pain, (laughs) um, like, nervous laughs, kind of, is what those are, (laughs) um, but what do I have to update on? Let's see, um, well, um, on a more personal level, (laughs) I actually just took two minutes trying to figure out what my updates are, because I don't keep track of them, so I have to take two minutes and go in my brain and figure it out, but on a more personal level, I am taking steps to make myself more happy (laughs) and do what's good for me in my own life to make myself more happy and um not gonna be too specific about anything but haven't gone through with anything yet so I don't have any like updates on how anything's going or if I was successful with making myself more happy but I'm trying (laughs) And hoping it all goes well. I'm being super vague right now, so I don't even know if I'm making sense. But, um, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where I'm, uh, that's where I'm at right now. Um, other things, (laughs) um, oh, other things. I live on the East Coast, so we are getting hit with a ton of snow, like, all the time. We were hit with, like, a really big storm, like, last week, and then it snowed for a while after the storm was supposed to be over. It, like, kept snowing, and then last night, it snowed again, and I think it's supposed to snow again, like, this weekend. Like, the snow does not stop. I don't know why, but it won't stop. I am not the biggest fan of snow, which is a super unpopular opinion. I know everyone, most people love snow. I don't love snow. It's just not my favorite. I really don't love it. So when it does snow, especially this much, it is really not my favorite thing. So, you know, I'm just kind of hanging in there. I haven't really been leaving my house that much. Um, I hung out with a friend today, we just got coffee and drove around, and now I'm back. And, yeah, so, that's pretty much it. I don't really have that many updates because I don't really do anything except for school and work on the podcast and occasionally hang out with a friend and get coffee. That's all I do. So, that's it. 
So I guess we'll just get into this week's episode. It's Black History Month, so I really wanted to research a successful Black celebrity. So this week I am going to be talking about Janelle Monet. Um, Janelle Monet is an American singer, songwriter, actress, and record producer. She began her musical career in 2003, but since then she has expanded her talents to acting and modeling. Keep listening to learn how she became a household name. Janelle Monet was born on December 1st, 1985. Her mother Janet was a hotel maid and her father was a truck driver who struggled with a serious drug addiction which caused her parents to separate. Janelle Monet grew up singing at her local church. She was very inspired by people who would perform at her church and her family members who were musicians. From a very young age, one of Janelle Monet's big musical influences was the fictional character from The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Gale. She even performed in musical productions of The Wiz and Cinderella. When she was a teenager, she was a part of Kansas City's Coterie Theater's Young Playwrights Roundtable. During her time with this group, she wrote full-length plays and musicals. After she graduated high school, she moved to New York City, where she studied musical theater at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Being the only black woman in her entire class, she had to work that much harder just to stand out. But she didn't do this for long. In the middle of her second year, Janelle Monet dropped out of the American Musical and Dramatic Academy to pursue music in Atlanta, Georgia. There, she got a job at Office Depot and started attending classes at Georgia State University. During her time there, Janelle wrote her own music and would perform around campus here and there. During her time at Georgia State University, Janelle Monet got to know the two songwriters and producers of Deep Cotton. She met Deep Cotton members Chuck Lightning and Nate Wonder at a poetry slam, and soon after, they all started working and making music together. Chuck Lightning and Nate Wonder were running a small indie label at the time called Wonderland, and they signed Janelle on as a solo artist. In 2003, she released a demo album titled The Audition Under the Label. This 13-track album was successfully sold under Wonderland Society Arts label, and currently less than 500 physical copies of the album exist. When she signed to Wonderland Records, she caught the attention of OutKast, more specifically its group member Big Boy. OutKast featured Janelle Monet on their final studio album, released in 2006, titled Idlewind. This collaboration luckily led to good opportunities for the Wonderland team. Wonderland was finally able to move into an official space and then start working on a small album, or EP, called Metropolis. This EP was meant to be released in four different parts, but before all of it was even released, rapper Sean Combs, aka Diddy, got a hold of it. He visited Janelle Monae's MySpace page and loved it instantly. It was her style, her vibe, and overall look that interested him, that there was something new about her than anyone else he'd ever seen. Soon after this, he flew to Atlanta, hoping to try and convince Monet to sign on to his record label, Bad Boy Records. In order to persuade them, Diddy said he would fund resources for the Wonderland team to make their ideas become reality, and that he would promote Janelle Monet on a national scale. Instead of just jumping at this opportunity, Monet and the rest of the Wonderland team took time to figure out what the best decision would be for the future of the label and her career. Eventually, though, she signed on to Bad Boy and Atlanta Records. So Janelle Monet signed on to Diddy's record label, and then the first part of Metropolis, The Chase Suite, was officially released to the public. The Chase Suite was very well liked by listeners, as it received a Grammy nomination for the Best Urban Alternative Performance for the single Many Moons. In addition to that, Monet made appearances at festivals and opened for the indie pop band of Montreal. 
The next year, she joined No Doubt on their summer tour as their opening act, and her single, Open Happiness, was featured in the season finale of American Idol. So you can gather that the decision to sign with Bad Boy Records was a turning point in Janelle Monae's career. In 2010, Janelle Monae released her debut studio album titled The Arch Android, along with the second and fourth parts of Metropolis. The album is about love, identity, and self-realization. The arch android, Cindy, is the chosen one, and throughout the album, Cindy discovers that she is a mediator that can settle discrimination in the android community. It's an interesting story, but it makes for great content. One of Monet's goals was to make a music video for each song on the album in order to create a film. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Instead, a short film in the style of a trailer was put on YouTube prior to the album's release. And once it was released, she had a listening party at the Rubin Museum of Art in New York City. Press were invited, and other acclaimed VIP people were present for the event as well. Arch Android was nominated for a Grammy for Best Contemporary R&B Album and was named the Best Album of 2010 in several year-end lists. At the 53rd Annual Grammys in 2011, where Janelle Monae was nominated, she performed with Bruno Mars and B.O.B. In September 2011, Monet was featured on the song We Are Young by indie pop group Fun. This collaboration scored Janelle Monet three more Grammy nominations at the 55th Annual Grammys, and during the award show, she performed an acoustic version of We Are Young with Fun's lead singer, Nate Roos. In August 2012, Janelle Monet was chosen to be the newest spokesperson for CoverGirl. As part of this job, Janelle Monet got to be a huge inspiration for women who felt underrepresented in the beauty community. When asked about her job as CoverGirl spokesperson, she said she wanted to send the message that it's okay to be comfortable in your own skin, and that beauty doesn't look just one way. It's many things. Janelle Monet's second album was released on September 10th, 2013. Four days after that, she performed with American band Niall Rogers and Chic at the iTunes Festival in London. Later that month, her and Stevie Wonder performed at the Global Citizens Festival in New York City. In 2014, Monet voiced the character of Dr. Monet in the animated film Rio. What is Love, a song written and sang by Janelle Monet, was also featured on the soundtrack of the movie. That same year, Janelle Monet performed alongside Aretha Franklin, Jill Scott, Ariana Grande, and others at a White House event. This event, called Women of Soul, was broadcasted on PBS to celebrate American women artists and their impact on the culture of music. All these years, Though she was signed under another label, Janelle Monae was still working with the Wonderland Art Society. In February 2015, Monet and the chairman of Epic Records made some big changes to Wonderland. Both of them teamed together to create Wonderland Records, a completely new record label. They signed artists such as Jadena, Deep Cotton, who I mentioned before they worked with Janelle Monae in the past, and Saint Beauty. A five-track compilation EP titled Ephis was released with the label's new artists a few months after it was officially launched. Less than a year later, in October 2016, Janelle Monet made her debut film appearance in a Moonlight. She appeared alongside Andre Holland, Naomi Harris, and Mahershala Ali. And a few months later, she appeared in Hidden Figures with Octavia Spencer and Taraji P. Henson. Both movies were critically acclaimed, with Moonlight winning Academy Awards, Golden Globes, and both Moonlight and Hidden Figures winning NAACP Image Awards. Before she even started filming for those two movies, Monet was already working on her third studio album. However, when film production started, she had to put the album on hold. The album, titled Dirty Computer, wasn't officially released until April 27, 2018. Before that, though, in February, Monet did release the first two singles from the album, Make Me Feel and Django Jane, along with their music videos. 
the Associated Press, New York Times, and NPR named the album Best Album of the Year, and it was nominated for Best Album of the Year at the 61st Annual Grammy Awards. Since then, Janelle Monae has furthered her acting career even more. In 2019, she took Julia Roberts' spot in the second season of the Amazon Prime original Homecoming. That same year, she starred in Harriet alongside Cynthia Erivo and Leslie Odom Jr. And in 2020, she scored the lead in the horror film Annabellum and was cast as a supporting role in The Glorias. Throughout her career, Janelle Monae has done a lot, and she's done her best to keep herself very well-rounded. But has she stepped outside of entertainment and further impacted her audience that way? The answer is yes. Around the releases of Moonlight and Hidden Figures, Janelle Monae got involved in two separate charities, the first being Let Girls Learn. Let Girls Learn increases funding for women so there are more opportunities for education in areas of crisis or conflict. One way that this charity raised money was by writing and promoting the charity single titled This Is For My Girls. Janelle Monet, former First Lady Michelle Obama, Missy Elliott, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Rowland, and Zendaya all teamed up to promote the message of self-respect and dignity together and to support the Let Girls Learn initiative. The second charity is called Keep a Child Alive. Janelle Monet is an ambassador of Keep a Child Alive, and their mission is to find an end to HIV and AIDS for children and families by confronting its physical and socioeconomic impacts. She makes many global contributions within the organization, but Monet is also present at the state level. More recently, along with other people in the entertainment industry, Janelle Monet has been active in combating food insecurity due to COVID-19. In Atlanta, she joined several nonprofit organizations in order to distribute over 5,000 free meals to families in need. Clearly, Janelle Monet has been very active, making a good impact on her audience and supporting those who are in need of help. With that said, We've reached the end of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening this week. Um, I really, really enjoyed researching Janelle Monet. I saw her one time perform live, I think two summers ago, and I hadn't listened to her music that much beforehand. I just saw her at a music festival that I was at with my friends, and I really, really enjoyed her performance. So after that, I listened to her music Um, a little bit and really um, kind of got into who she was as an artist and I saw a few of the films she was in so um, I just was really interested in who she was and that's why I wanted to research her for this week's episode. So I'm really happy with how it turned out and um, yeah so thank you all so much for listening. Um, You know the drill if you want more updates on the podcast follow me at Hollywood Hero Pod and that's all for this week. So Again, thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you all on the next episode. Bye!